Welcome yeah, back yeah, to yeah. the New Age Music Promo Podcast. Happy I'm, hour. <laughs> I'm Ryan. Jim's drinking Jim. water or something. Today we're going to talk about some social media ads and their importance and how to reach new and existing audiences and a little bit of a rundown of that. It's a little bit of Jim's expertise, so I'll let him kick it off. You just said importance. Importance. The importance, the importance in the game. Uh, I mean, do you want to ask a question and I can answer? Or do you want me to just talk about advertising? <clears throat> I want you to first start it off with what in a world of like where people think that all the marketing is free and you're just going to go viral when you upload an Instagram reel or a TikTok that you're going to go viral every single time and then never have to reach that same audience again. Yeah, so I think I discussed this one key thing about um, – third-party data so facebook instagram i think we referenced porn hub last time anytime <laughs> yeah. that you sign up and you click that little agree box for the terms and conditions you're basically say stating or you're agreeing to their terms and conditions which is simply that all of the users on these platforms belong to them not to you um so in the attempts to grow your excuse me, your digital footprint. One of the biggest things I always actually talk about is, is how do we focus on getting these people off of these, these platforms? So we can discuss the importance of those, those platforms, but I'm actually going to go at it from a different angle and actually say it's, it's more beneficial for you to get the people off the platform. Um, so first and foremost, there's some, the key differences between the two sites. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Facebook and Instagram first. Um, Facebook has a much more robust platform for marketing. Um, you have better detailed options, better geo-targeting options, better exclusion options, um, better audience options. Everything on the meta side of Facebook is so much more detailed. <clears throat> Everything on the Instagram side is shit. Um, but there's like, it's, it's weird crossover because Facebook is essentially, Facebook has essentially uh, made it to where you've got two things going on. You've got your experienced uh, blue check mark, not blue check mark with uh, Facebook blue. There's some sort of marketing system that they run <clears throat> that you can go in and get verified on how to use the back end of Facebook, the business manager side. And they also have the the dummy proof way of doing things, which is essentially what Instagram has across the board, which is the boost post option. Um, right. They've kind of made it a little more uh, detailed for you to be able to customize things, but it's still not, it's still very basic. It's for beginners. Um, Instagram is same thing. You can hit like boost post. I haven't even done it directly on Instagram in forever, but I'm pretty sure it says boost post, right? That's what it I says. So, yeah. Yeah, and then their search parameters are really whack. You've got like four options. And a lot of times you could like have a page on there that you wanna you want to advertise to their followers and it could be like a 10 million person follower page and it doesn't even show up. Um, so it's really crappy. And on top of that, it's just, the the analytics that Instagram just provides directly are just super poo-poo. I don't, I don't like them. Um, the Facebook side of things, they, even though they own, even though they own Instagram, 
um, they always preface and they always recommend this, that you uh, advertise to both platforms at the same time. So you can set up one ad, let's say, let's do it correctly, one campaign for an ad set for an ad. So the one campaign encompasses everything you want to do under that spend. The ad sets can be uh, a variety of different detailed geo-targeting, whatever you want. But if you were to do what they recommend, you could put in your detailed search. Let's just say, for instance, you could actually search 3-6 Mafia, right? I'm just going to use them because I was talking to Ari earlier. You can actually put in your detailed search 3-6 Mafia and 3-6 Mafia will show up as a detailed targeting option. But let's say you go to Instagram, 3-6 Mafia in your detailed search of uh, audiences you want to mirror may not even show up. So sometimes it's a good thing to like kind of cross-reference and see what you can find on Instagram first, because if you're doing the recommended way of advertising through Facebook, there's a very good chance that you're going to run the ads to both Instagram and Facebook simultaneously and your detailed targeting options from that ad, that campaign or the ad set, sorry, are not going to translate over to Instagram. It's super messed up. But again, again this is on a very broad scope. You have, you have no experience on creating audiences, et cetera. Um, so you're saying so, this in the sense of reaching a new audience, audience versus re retargeting your existing audience. Correct. Okay. Correct. So I honestly tell people all the time to not run the to both platforms simultaneously and just set up different ad sets, one for Facebook, one for Instagram, because I would bet you 99 out of a hundred times that the advertise the ads for Facebook will outperform Instagram if you run them simultaneously. I mean, honestly, probably 85 out of a hundred times, even when you create separate ad sets for both platforms, Facebook is always going to outperform Instagram. It's right. really stupid. And just so people don't get confused, you're saying to set up the ad separately through Facebook ads manager to run to your Instagram separately from, Correct. and then run another one from the Facebook ads place directly, just straight to Facebook. Correct. I would not cross, cross them over and co-mingle the ad or the spend. Um, and if you don't know how to get your Instagram synced to your Facebook, just Google it, just Google how to, how to, how to connect your face, your Instagram to your business manager account. First thing it's going to have you do is just going to have you switch from a personal account to a business account. And then it's going to ask you if you want to sync with any Facebook pages that you have access to, which obviously you only choose your Facebook page. Um, and then on top of that, you should have a business.facebook.com account. And under that account, you should see you as a user, you should see a option menu options on the left hand side that are going to show you different things like users pages ad accounts you should be added to every single thing that you want to be able to work under okay does that make sense so far it does uh one of the questions that i want to ask this is a question i get all the time when we talk about that we have facebook marketing tips or advice or doing it for the artists available is people like why the heck would i still use facebook when TikTok and other places are still available. And I know one of the first things you're going to say is that Facebook is still the most commonly used social media platform, but go into detail about why Facebook is still crucial for you to advertise to your audience. There's a lot of reasons. Um, it just, it's honestly depends on what you're, what you're selling. So let's just say advertising in any sense is that you're selling something. You're either selling yourself as an artist, you're selling, the hoodie that you're wearing, you're selling shoes, whatever the case may be. 
there are a ton of uh, retargeting things that you can do through Facebook and Instagram to where like, you know, how you, you say something out loud and the next thing you know, it, you look on your iPhone and it's like, what the hell is my iPhone why listening is this to me? Here? This yeah. is, it's, it's the same concept. Like if you go search, hey dudes on Safari and then you go to Facebook, there's probably a good chance you're going to be getting a retargeting ad served to you. Um, so if you're advanced or you have an advanced team that can do that stuff, that's very relevant because there's still, and I don't know the exact statistic, but there's over billions of Facebook users. It is the largest social media platform on the earth. Hands I, down. Like no, no one's, even, no one's even close to it. Um, but there obviously are more trendy ones that probably have some staying power like TikTok. Um, and I guess if you if you consider YouTube, I don't I don't really consider YouTube a social media platform. I consider it more of a search engine or a housing for video content. I don't think that's. But I guess you know TikTok kind of can be the same thing. They're all they're look all these social media platforms are all trying to be search engines. That's they're they're one they're trying to be one stop shops for everything. That's right. a given. Um, but again, the reason I've come to this conclusion, the reason why users uh consume facebook is because it's it's a place where you can find information and it's not just based around like instagram which is considered uh, media you don't have to be you don't have to do media on facebook to like have an account or post you can just type words and thoughts and right. it's just the links and things like that are just it's different on facebook than it is on like twitter twitter's more of like twitter's become more of like a pr place that's really what twitter's become Agreed. Um, or, or like instant updates for sports scores. Um, but if you're someone like Chris Webby, um, I would argue that Facebook is hands down his biggest platform, even though he hates it. But I will say from an, from an artist or a brand perspective, the reason why they don't like to use it is because it's not, it's not pretty for them to use. Sure. Like Instagram is basic. Instagram is, 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 I don't even think Instagram is fun. Reels suck on Instagram. I'm sorry. They're like, if you could pause the reels on Instagram, I would watch them more. I watch okay. reels on TikTok, TikTok, reels on TikTok more than I watch anywhere else because I can pause them. I'm pretty sure you can pause YouTube too. You can. Um, I'm kind of sporadic with this, but the point that the point that I'm getting at is if you know how to use Facebook properly, Facebook can be a very valuable tool through Facebook events, through audience retargeting. Um, which basically means you can go in and create audiences based upon how people engage with your page. They give you a plethora of options to choose from. Um, you can pick organic stuff. You can pick how much time someone's watched a video. You can pick how many times someone's engaged with an ad. Like there's a, there's a bunch of stuff. And the hard part with taking, trying to take someone to the next, le next level from a spend perspective is convincing them to stick with it. They have to have something else that is generating them money. Otherwise, they're not going to stick with it. And I, I have I have a list of clients that have bailed out on the whole Facebook idea because they just didn't want to stick with it. And I find that very crappy because if they did stick with it, I know for a fact that they would see results. But they're in everybody's brains, this like short-lived brain of ours, we all think like, it, whatever the eye test is, is what the answer is. And that's such bullshit because just because something has a lot of likes means that it's, it's good for you.
if you have a lot of likes, that's cool. Like that's a lot of data that Facebook is collecting for you. But you know how you know what else? It, under that section, under there, that says choose your audience, and it says like how many people have engaged with your ad. It doesn't say how many people have clicked on your ad. It doesn't say how many people commented or shared. If you just look at an ad, if you spend $100 on an ad and the ad got zero likes, zero comments, zero shares, it's still serving that ad to probably 50,000 people. Right. And it'll show you that 45,000 of those people engage with your ad. ad. That goes into your pool of data that you have. And at some point, you're going to release some piece of content that may appeal to that person. So if you spend $1,000... Right. And then you've got a million people who've seen your ads and you're still getting zero engagement. I'm sorry, zero engagement from the standpoint of people liking, commenting or sharing, but people are still seeing it. It's not, it's not scroll, 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 scroll. And it falls into that category. It's. They stop. Scroll, you stop for a second. So yeah, that means, that means they stopped on your ad. That's essentially what that means. Right, which is ultimately the goal because you want them to engage because it takes what, like seven times for the average person to remember something that they had saw in an advertisement? Uh, yeah, the number is pretty high. I don't yeah. know off the top of my head what the number is, but it is pretty high. Yeah, I feel like it was like seven and it usually is. I don't remember the exact analytics after that. So my next question is when you when it comes to the growth standpoint from running ads, what pieces of content do you see that is the most success? Is it a moving picture that the album came out is it a link to the single is it short form content like you're seeing on reels but more directing the audience to them like what form of content is getting the most or is it just different based on the artist it's different based upon the artist and the consumer every platform wants you to believe it's the reels and it's the short form content because that's the shit that they're pumping through you they're, they're doing that to you intentionally i, I mean my kids watch reels and because they just flip through them real quick and, and YouTube and they're rewatching TikTok videos that are posted on shorts. Like, look, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing because it's giving you the opportunity from a lot of different angles. And I'm just going to say this in the order that I'm thinking it. I don't know. It's, it's not in this order, but it's, it's like, one, it's giving you the opportunity to consume more. Two, it's, it's, letting creators become extremely creative on how to give you more in less time, but it's also uh, overwhelming you with so much information that it's hard to retain every single piece of thing that you get. Look, I, I don't read books. I know plenty of people that swear by reading books and they feel so intelligent and they're so smart because they read books. Well, fuck you. I'm <laughs> 10 times smarter than you and I don't read books. But I also don't like to consume content. I don't like to consume micro content. I will watch a three-minute video. Yeah. I, I'll watch a three-minute video. Maybe it's because I'm sitting on the toilet and I'll watch a three-minute video. I'd rather watch a three-minute, one three-minute video than a hundred three-second videos. Fair. Like I mean, one of my, one of my favorite, favorite things to do, uh, even to this day, is watch music videos. I love watching music videos. I love watching movie trailers. Like... And, you know, Mike, formerly known as Mike Studd, like he, he talks about how he, he personally thinks that doing music videos is a waste of money. That was going to be my next if you, question. If you look at his, his pages, it, all it is is short form content. It's him with an air butt in doing like 59 seconds of his song. 
And look, man, if that works for you, that's great. I mean, dude's pulling in 5,000 people to show. So he's got, he's got the recipe for the sauce, man. And it works for him. And I'm not mad at it. But I don't think doing music videos is a waste of time or a waste of money. I have, yeah, I, I think music videos, I think there's a, there's a, another podcast that they stopped doing the podcast, but somebody said, said it well. He's like, some songs, you're better off doing the short form content, but some songs, if they do enough plays off, out the gate, they can earn a music video. So I thought that yeah. was a cool way to approach that. But uh, <laughs> my, I guess my question more so was, do you, with the attention spans and trying to get people to engage in your link, do you see a purpose on Facebook and Instagram? I know it's different for YouTube, but for Facebook and Instagram, do you think that you should run the ads to the music video? See, that's back and forth because uh, URL destinations are, it's actually in Facebook's policies that you will not post any URL to anything that links outside of Facebook. That's actually in their policy. Okay. But they, so, when you've got, when you've got 4 billion users, like you're not going to police 4 billion people to not do that. Right. So I guess, but like now Facebook does kind of act. I didn't get that. <laughs> Facebook does kind of act like in the way of like YouTube now where you can monetize your videos on Facebook. So if you're uploading your music video to Facebook, do you run an ad to that? Oh yeah. Yeah. For certain. 100%. Like they've, They've basically provided you with every uh, creator fund or creator opportunity to keep your ass on the platform. That was the biggest thing when these platforms came out and they started making these uh, these advertising things more of a more common is everybody wanted to jump ship like, hey, I've got 100,000 likes on my Facebook page. I want to show all 100,000 of these people my video on YouTube. Facebook's like, no, like stay here, show them your music video on Facebook, Instagram, like IGTV is not even a thing anymore, but that was like kind of the same concept. They wanted you to show your content on that platform. And don't get me wrong. Like I get it. Um, it's not sexy to do that. What's sexy is to have one video in one place with a hundred million views. Sure. You know, it's not sexy to have one video in 12 places with a hundred million views. Like it's not sexy, but websites like that crap you showed me. What was that? What was that website called? Um, Artist.io or something like that. Yeah, like something like that. That's that's able to wrangle in all your stats in one place. Like that's cool. Like that should have been around way longer, and maybe it has been. But that's really how you're going to be able to showcase your stats when they're broken up across platforms. But you know what? At the end of the day, this is what I said five minutes ago. People are so wrapped up in what things look like rather than what they fucking are. Yep. I don't give a good goddamn if I'm racking in 100 million views on something across 12 platforms because you know what I'm getting along with those 100 million views? I'm getting paid. Yep, getting 100 million dollars, 100 million views worth of royalties. Like even if the royalties are different on each platform, who gives a shit? Yeah. You're you're still getting that consistent income stream from your content, which is Like bro, I've seen videos with Russ on TikTok where he's got 528 likes. Russ. Yeah. That, that that algorithm is so sporadic. So on the ads topic, obviously Facebook, it's without showing somebody directly, it's very hard to show how to set up specific targeting. Um, but YouTube, based on what I've seen, has done a really good job of like implementing similar targeting. Do you recommend running ads to shorts or to the full video on YouTube? Well, I haven't really dove into doing anything shorts related. Um 
it's it's going to be something that's more of a 2023 plan with all the clients but um the advertising side and i'll we can we can wrap on this because i know we've probably been going on for 15 20 minutes um but the youtube thing is its own it's its own beast because there's they used to make it really easy. They used to just be like, okay, here's one website for you to go enter in your details, enter in your specifics. Anybody could do it to, to run video views. The problem is, and I have never even read anything that supports this. I'm just, as a consumer and someone who's 10 times smarter than people who read fucking books, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this, is, this, is my, this is my conclusion. Okay, so people always say like, oh, well, if you get views from India or you get views from South America, they're fake. No, actually, they're not fake because what's happening is we are one of the very few countries in the world that has constant entertainment. And I'm not saying TV. We have constant entertainment. We have concerts seven nights a week in five different venues in the same city. I mean, we're talking like one city. Minneapolis could probably have 40 concerts in one night yep. in one city. That's fucking crazy. Yep. Brazil, Peru, Argentina, a lot of these people like Apple Music, Spotify, yeah, they're they're big globally, but do you know what the number one music consumption platform is in the world? Probably YouTube. Yes, it's YouTube. It's the only way these people can see their favorite artists. Yep. GEZ's not going to South America unless it's on that festival. big traveling festival. Yeah. Sorry. You good. Um, you know, that's kind of the point is like they will go consume video after video after video after video after video, but they don't get to see those people in concerts. So yeah, there's more people that live there, but they also watch YouTube probably 10 times more than we do. And that's a made up stat, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So the, down, down there, the ad spend is totally different. You can get a view for 0. 0.0001 cent. Here, that same one will cost you nine cents. Yep. So I, I tell I, people all the time, if you have a $2,000 budget, spend $1,000 of it on marketing all over the world, everywhere else. Yes. Because likes, we get more likes. That's just how it works. You save that, you get up, like you garner a hundred thousand views on a video. Yeah, maybe those people aren't coming to a concert, but if, if padding your stats and making you look better to, to help you get booked locally or whatever the case may be, then fucking do that. Yep. Social save proof your, is a real thing. What's that? Social proof is a real thing. Oh, 100%. The next hundred, the next thousand dollars you're going to spend, you're probably going to get like 10 or 20,000 views. But you know what? Those people that are going to watch that, they're going to be impressed. That first of all, you have a hundred thousand views on your video, and those ten or twenty thousand, if they like it, those are going to be the ones that are going to be your fans. Yep, one hundred percent. And two things on that: like one, if you are targeting to those smaller countries, Spotify and streaming, and some of those countries are just now getting access to internet, so they're just getting Spotify and things like that launched. So naturally, people tend to go look for music that they find on YouTube on their streaming platforms in the car. So if you start getting an influx of streams and saves and things like that, you're naturally going to be headed toward editorial playlists on those platforms just based on demand. And then two, um, this is probably a um, try hard effort of mine that I'm thinking of going forward, but some artists, if they have the time to do it, is 
probably a cool thing that they could try when you're targeting these countries is people that speak English is literally less than I think 30% of the whole world. So if, obviously if your music's in English, if you add subtitles in another language where you're translating it and then running the ad there, that may boost what you're doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And just so you know, Facebook too allows you to, allows you to uh, pick the languages and then it'll auto translate for you. Did not know that. That's cool. Yep. So you don't have to like try to go take your caption and put it in a translator and then come back like Facebook will auto translate it for you. That's dope. <coughs> well, there you go. There's, there's your new knowledge on the, on the new age podcast. All right. Till next week. Alpha influence, baby. <laughs> oh, also just this, this part of this segment, I want to shout out some other businesses, people that I work with. Um, Red Rocket Pizza in Minneapolis is a phenomenal brick oven style pizza. It is fucking fantastic. I promise you that this place is A, going to blow up in Minnesota. And then B, it's going to be regional. And then C, it's going to be nationwide. Um, also, if anybody out there is in the music business and they are looking for uh, professional security, make sure you comment on any one of these videos that you see going up for Rothman Security Services. Um, and I think that's all I'm going to shout out today. Fair enough. Until next week, we'll see you guys soon. Peace!